everyone. Welcome to Digital Cast and the Videocast, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're actually here in beautiful San Jose, uh, which is the capital of Costa Rica. We've been traveling around Central America for the last few months, and uh, we've been in Costa Rica for the last couple of weeks. And uh, as of flying to the Philippines, so got a long uh, couple of days of travel ahead of us. We're actually going to be on five flights in two days. Yes, I repeat. Five flights in two days. Uh, we're going to fly from San Jose to Panama, Panama to San Francisco, San Francisco to LA, LA to China, China to Manila. This is the cheapest way that we can get to Manila. So we're definitely on a budget. So, uh, you know, we could probably have done it in two flights, but because we're going to be saving uh, quite a lot, uh, probably about $1,000, uh, we decided to uh, uh, save the money and, uh, you know, uh, uh, do, do these longer flights and uh, if you wanted to follow us along on a daddy blog world tour We document it all through photos videos blog posts social media and of course podcasting So uh, make sure you check it out at daddyblogger.com and uh, while we're traveling we're interviewing uh, Ads and uh, world travelers and entrepreneurs as well, and we have one on the show here today our guest today is Alec here yeah, he, he is the founder of a amazing podcast uh, it's called First Class Fatherhood, uh, so Alec Lace, the founder of First Class Fatherhood. I just had the opportunity to be on his podcast as well. Uh, so make sure you listen to that one. I'll have a link below so you can listen to my uh, his interview with me. And now we get to uh, flip it around. I get to be the host, he gets to be the guest. Uh, so Alec, uh, where are you joining us for today and how are you doing today? Uh, not as glorious as where you are. First of all, thank you for having me, Ricky. But I am in uh, New Jersey here, a little slice of heaven on earth itself. Awesome. Why don't we get to know you a little bit better? Why introduction and share a little bit more about yourself, Alec? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, name is Alec Lace. I'm married to a very beautiful woman. We have four children, three boys and a, a baby girl, a little princess. She's three years old now. Uh, so you know how things are moving quick. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, I, I started the podcast kind of on a whim and I'm 32 episodes into the podcast now. And it's just because basically kind of the reaction I usually get out in the real world here when people say, Hey, uh, you know, how many kids do you have? And I say four. A lot of times the look is like, wow, what what'd you do? Invent the fidget spinner or something like that? You know, I usually get like kind of like a double take, like, wow, how are you doing that? And my wife stays home to raise the kids. So normally it's I, I don't get a lot of like when they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I got five kids. or Oh, that's cool. I got four as well. Uh, you know, it's not you. So when I took to the podcast, they kind of just said, hey, let me put this message out there about being a dad of a lot of kids. Not a lot of kids, really, but it seems today it's a lot of kids to have four kids. Um. So anyway, I put the message out there and the response right away was was overwhelming, uh, to say the least. So people, dads are reaching out to me from all across the country, all across some of them from, you know, across the world. And um, so the podcast quickly shot up the rankings, uh, you know, in Apple's podcast charts there. I gained a lot of new listeners, subscribers, and and it's really been a wonderful experience. And now I'm talking to people like you here, another first class father. And it's it's been an amazing experience, man. Awesome, man. Well, do a deeper dive uh, before we do. I wanted to hear a little bit about your journey as a dad. Uh, uh, you know, on our uh, daddyblogger.com, we love uh, you know hearing from dads and hearing both the good things and the bad things, the struggles, the blessings. So let's hear them. Uh, you know, being a dad of four kids is obviously a lot of blessings, a lot of joy, but also a lot of sorrow and challenges and struggles. So let's hear both the good and the bad, Alex. Of course, that, and that's all part of the drama too. And sometimes it's those down times where we really learn the most about ourselves as a dad, as a man. We really, I mean, that's one of the things I tell people that, that aren't having kids or are on the fence about having kids is that 
until you go through that, you, you never, you find out things you never even thought possible about yourself when you become a dad. And for me, I lost my parents in my early 20s. So none of my, excuse me, neither one of my parents were alive when I had my kids. Uh, so that part of it was very difficult. Uh, so that made the experience, um, I don't know if it, it like kind of hyper censored me on fatherhood, I guess, because I really was, um, and my wife's parents are divorced and they're not in the picture. So it's really just me and my wife leaning on each other through this entire journey. And it's, uh, we learned a lot about each other, our, our relationship, of course, tested in a lot of ways during those times. Uh, we talk about going from two to three. You, I, don't, I would love to be curious to hear your take on this. Uh, going from one to two for us, didn't really seem like much of a transition. But going from two to three, uh, boy, that was, that was a nightmare for us. I mean, we really, we really grew a lot during that first year when we brought our third child into the family. And uh, it, it was very challenging, uh, especially because our two older ones were not at the point uh, where they could care for themselves. They weren't independent yet. They couldn't brush their teeth, change their clothes, uh, do, do all those things independently. So they needed us uh, kind of 100%. And so did the infant. So it really, I mean, we, there was hardly any sleep a lot of coffee that year, and uh, it was a struggle. But going from three to four, I, I, I always try to encourage parents that do have three because going from three to four, it's like going back from one to two. The transition is so much easier because the older ones now, they can do all those simple things, those simple tasks of just basically uh, brushing their teeth, getting themselves ready for school and, and showering and doing all those things while you can tend now to the, the younger two. It's like going back to two now. You know, so, so that's one part of it there I could share with you, uh, you know, about the experience, uh, you know. Awesome. So uh, since you're a dad of four kids, experienced and someone who's going to be a dad for the first time. So, uh, you know, a lot of our viewers, listeners, they're about to enter fatherhood for the first time. They're aspiring dad as they've literally just had a, their first kid. Uh, so what advice, what tips, what insights would you give to someone who's, either an aspiring dad new dad? I would say that um, it, it expect there to be failures along the way. Don't think, don't strive, like think you're going to be the perfect dad and always constantly think, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I ready for this? Or you're not going to be ready. There will be failures that are going to come along the way and just spot them. Learn to spot them when they come and say, oh, there's one and learn from it from, and take it from that point. Uh, don't Enjoy it. It's going to be a great experience. You know, uh, pe people... You know, somehow fatherhood, parenthood, family life seems to have gotten a negative um, view in the spotlight for some reason, like in the mainstream media. That seems like it has a, a bad look. And I think it should be the main, main goal in anybody's life is to strive to have that connection uh, with your significant other and to, and to re have children that rely on you, that you provide for. I mean, there's no greater fulfilling uh, feeling in the world than that. So uh, it's going to be great. The best is yet to come if you're just starting this journey. And uh, I'm excited for you. And uh, hang in there and enjoy the ride. Awesome. You definitely have to uh, enjoy that ride because uh, the ride is going to have the ups and the downs. And sometimes it'll be scary. Sometimes it'll be full of joy. And sometimes it'll be frustrating and difficult. But uh, uh, and everything in between, of course. Uh, so one of the uh, covering the show is family travel. We love inspiring dads to travel more. Uh, so maybe you can walk us through uh, some of your travel journeys you guys have done. Well, unfortunately, we're nowhere near as uh, well-traveled as you. Our biggest trip so far we've taken as a family was to Bush Gardens down in uh, Virginia there, where we went to the amusement park down there. We do, with us here, 
like I said, my wife stays home. I'm hustling all kinds of jobs. My schedule's pretty tight. We try to keep our traveling distance to like the four day weekends, everything that's in reach that we can do here. Plus, we live right next to New York City. There's so many things that we do as a family uh, through the library. We are able to obtain uh, free passes to all the museums in New York. We're able to go to the um, we just did the uh, the Intrepid recently. Uh, there's so much to see in New York. So really, we don't have to go too far to see a lot of things with the kids. There's so much available where we live. Uh, but we definitely uh, now that my daughter is a little bit older, we're going to start uh, getting out there and traveling a lot more. Um, my kids, they really want to go to Japan. They got a big they got a big yen to go to Japan. I don't know what it's all about, but, uh, you know, all three of my boys, they're dying to go. So I definitely got to put it on the map. Spent a year uh, teaching English in Japan. This is before I had kids, and uh, uh, Japan is definitely an incredible place. Uh, I definitely want to bring it on my, uh, so they can experience such a unique culture. It's very modern, very traditional, and it has a fusion between the, the new and old, uh, where you know, the world. Uh, so let's hear about uh, your passion for fatherhood in terms of uh, you've actually transitioned it, not just being by, by being a passionate dad, you're uh, creating resources, including. So how did you come up with the idea? I always like to explore the origin story. How did you come up with the idea of the, uh, the podcast and walk us through those formative steps to launch? Sure. Uh, well, basically, I'm a kind of guy that's like a jack-of-all-trade kind of guy. I'm, I'm a constantly, you know, uh, throwing things at the wall and hoping something will stick. Most of the time, it always slides down the wall. But I, I've learned to just not even be afraid anymore to just keep taking chances and putting them out there. Uh, I'm a full-time Railroad mechanic. I've been doing that for 18 years. I uh, I drive part time for Uber. I've done over a thousand trips for them. I enjoy that. It's a, it's a great experience. I used to drive a city taxi for a long time part time. Uh, I was the super in our apartment building, 17 units. I did that for a long time. I started a um, a small vending machine business that did pretty well for four years. I wrote published two books. I have them out on e you know out there in Amazon in the world. So I, I've always kind of. I've been looking for that next thing to come along and, and, and get involved in. And last year, my um, seven-year-old now, he was graduating kindergarten, and everybody was up there, and they asked the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And there wasn't many firemen and policemen and football players. The most popular answer was YouTuber. Uh, so, And all three of my boys, they love YouTube, this uh, Dan TDM. They're, they're big fans of him. Even my three-year-old daughter will like to watch like YouTube channels or something. They don't even like any shows. They're into the YouTube. So they all want to be YouTube stars. So I kind of said, hey, I'll get the ball. Well, I'm a ferocious reader. So I picked up a book on YouTube. I never used any of this social media type stuff for this. Um, so I figured, let me look for a way to do it. And just as I was looking and reading all this information about how to start a YouTube channel, I, I, I did. I did a couple of things with my daughter. You could actually see on my YouTube channel. Uh, but as I was actually kind of preparing for this, this company, Anchor, launched a new app that said, hey, it's making podcasting easy. And I looked at it and said, hey, there's an idea. Maybe I could do a podcast. So I, I went to the library and got a book, Podcasting for Dummies. I started reading through that. And everything was saying to do something that you are genuine about and something that you are passionate about. And it's a no-brainer, a slam dunk. I'm a dad of four kids. I love being a dad. So I said, hey, there's my opportunity to put it out there. I did. And then, bang, there it was. You know, and here I am talking to you. That easy. Uh, tell us about how you actually record your podcast guest on about, uh, right now it's been about 35 episodes I've been a guest on, and I never actually uh, used this app that you have, are using to record my 
TikTok, Hey Hangouts is, or Zoom, uh, but you're using a unique app called Anchor App. Uh, uh, tell us about how it works, though, because I, I find I myself and I find it really um, in terms of use, usability, user friendliness. So now tell us a little bit about the app just for the people listening and watching. Yeah, definitely. Because it's for people that are like me that aren't really tech savvy, that are kind of just learning to do, you do everything on your smartphone. I have an iPhone 8 Plus. Everything is done on the phone. No microphone, no no sound recordings or nothing like that. You, you can either use it like this, put it to your ear and record just like this and record your segment, or you can put it on speaker and hold the phone and record it like that. And then once you're done recording, the only thing, they, they don't have an option yet uh, on the app. I believe it's coming soon. They don't have an option yet to edit the actual audio piece. You do need a secondary thing, uh, which you could find. There's plenty of free software apps to use to, to do this. But um, once you get the audio onto a, a secondary uh, program, you can edit it, or you just publish it right to the Anchor app. And once you do that, it takes care of all the rest. It's kind of almost like a... Uh, a Kindle Direct Publishing, in a sense, where it puts it and blasts it out onto all the platforms. So once you publish on Anchor, it's now available in Apple Podcasts, in Google Play, uh, everywhere podcasts are, are listened to, basically. So uh, it's basically a one-stop shop. You record your podcast, you publish it, and it's out in the world. You just, and then it's your job to promote it and push it on the social networks. And uh, in terms of the kind of post-production or adding the intros, the outros, or doing any kind of minor editing, the software you're using to add those kind of missing elements? Yeah, the, if you listen to some of the podcasts that are being put out by Anchor, you can tell the guys that have been in the game for a long time, and you can tell the ham and eggers like myself. I mean, there's some guys that you can hear, they're actually using some type of other secondary equipment to do it. You could bring every, well, you can upload your own podcast if you have one that's currently been running for a long time on somewhere else. You can transfer all your episodes to Anchor. It's pretty, it's pretty unique in what they do, uh, and I'm still learning on the job with it. Basically, like I said, I'm only thirty something episodes in here, and I'm still learning. I, I you know, I, I'm reading another book right now about SEO and and monetizing, and I'm trying to stay up to speed with all of it as best I can. Uh, but and it's fun. I mean, all this stuff is exciting, and I get to talk to people like you. I mean, this is awesome. I've ha I haven't had any trouble getting guests. I had Sue uh, Atkins, the parenting expert, on from London. Uh, Monday, I'm interviewing Carl Higby, a former Navy SEAL. I mean, so I'm, I'm talking to some really awesome guests here, man, and I haven't really had a problem reaching them. I mean, it's, it's been a wonderful experience. Great to hear. Great to hear. You, uh, you look like you have and I, I'm also an avid podcaster. Love talking to people, interviewing them, gaining insights. Even if no one ever listened to them, I would have gained so much. Uh, but, of course, we get it's such a great blessing to be a podcaster. Uh, so you mentioned earlier you actually uh, Uber Uber driver as well, and that's quite a unique uh, uh, business to be in. Great, I love great experiences. That's podcast. incredible. You've actually had 1,000, 1,000 plus Uber rides. Tell us about it. How has been your experience like? Maybe share with us some cool stories that Uber driver will get to experience. What have been some cool stories as a driver? Oh, absolutely. I got I, I got plenty of Uber stories, but it's, I was saying there, it's a great way to promote the podcast now. I, I've been, you know, I keep the podcast on kind of in the car uh, when I pick people up. And unfortunately, today, a lot of people are on the uh, on the Bluetooth and they don't really communicate a lot of the time, especially the younger ones that get in the car. I kind of have to you could tell uh, when they're ready to talk and when they're not. But most people that they're, they're kind of in their own little world there with the phone on and everything like that. But my very first Uber experience, I had the iPhone four. Now, I had driven a city cab for a long time, and a lot of my friends that are in the business have been telling me, hey, 
you're going to love this Uber thing. But I was on the fence about, uh, you know, back then, put, you know, back then a couple of years ago here, we we're talking about uh, about putting my social security number on there, putting my driver's license, giving my, my plate number. I was just kind of cautious about doing this all online. I was very, very reluctant. Um, and then finally, I broke through. I gave it a shot. And I, I wish I had done it earlier because what, what an awesome experience it is. It's so much simpler. You don't carry no money. No one's looking to jump the fare. Uh, but my first Uber night that I was driving, I had the iPhone 4 up. And I picked up this girl from a bar completely smashed out of her mind. And her friend put her in the back of my car. And I thought she was coming with me. And, and she was like, uh, no, she gave me like 10 bucks Said, please make sure she gets in the house. So I said, okay. So she's in the back of the, ki- in back of the car. About five minutes into the ride, she's out cold, snoring. She falls asleep on the side of the door. She's out. About 10 minutes into the ride, the app crashes on my phone. So I pull the thing back up real quick. And I cannot get the trip back up. So I have no idea where this girl lives now. So it's, the, it's you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. I got this drunk woman in the car who I have no idea who she is. I'm on an isolated street. And I'm like, this is not good here. So I, I tried desperately to get the thing up. I, I tried to turn around. It kind of I didn't want to you know, obviously put my hands on her. I was trying to say, miss, miss. But I knew I could hear her snoring. There's no way I'm waking her up. You know? So I did the best thing I could do. And I would advise any Uber driver that's in that situation to do is I called the police. Uh, I thought that was the best thing I could do. Uh, so I called the police. They came. I, I explained to them that, this woman did do no harm. There was, you know, she had, you know, nothing against her. It was just that she fell asleep and I had no idea where she lived. So they, they were able to get her up and she was able to give the address. And, but what an experience my first night driving Uber. What a story. What is. Uh, cool examples. Uh, so if someone wanted a career or as a side business, uh, any insights you've gained? In terms of uh, uh, experience, uh, the writers uh, also making sure that you can get enough clients. Uh, walk us through, um, you know, in terms of uh, tips for a new. Yeah, you, you got to get you, you got to get creative. Can you hear me, Ricky? I know it's coming in and out. Um, you can hear me, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, you can get pretty creative. What I do is I'll have two. I I sell advertisements. I mean, I, maybe this is something you. You could do on your own here. You could you could sell advertisements in your car if you do enough trips and you have enough volume, and you could give like local businesses you know coupon codes that this way they know if the business is coming from you or not. So there's different ways to play it. I was doing that a lot before I was starting to push my own podcast. Now recently, that's really what I do. Um, but there's all kinds of ways you can offer things in the car for people that you could sell people's items. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can make money driving Uber. And but really, the experience I drive down where I'm driving now. There's a lot of college kids. So I kind of have a lot of fun talking to them and trying to get them excited about coming out into the real world. Because a lot of them are like, oh, we don't know about, uh, you know, graduating. They're seniors. And I'm like, come on, you're coming out at the best time in the world here to be a college graduate in the United States. The opportunities are endless. You know, so I try to kind of fire them up, change their way of thinking of the world. It's so negative, a lot of them. So um, it's kind of fun to interact with them. And they, they, they get a little breath of fresh air, I think, is they don't really hear so much positive talking. And once they get in my car, I blast them with the positive thinking. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Uh, you know, I, I actually want to try it out, too, just uh, to uh, uh, see what it's like to be cool in terms of the conversations you'll meet, uh, the conversations you'll have, uh, the people you meet, the experiences uh, you'll create. And of course, the money you'll make is 
income. Thanks for the last question here, Alec. Is uh, curious to know what's your vision forward. I, I love to uh, hear hear people kind of like goals and dreams and aspirations uh, for your family, of course, uh, but also for your your travels, for your business, for your podcast. Uh, let's hear a little bit about your vision for the future, Alec. Sure. Well, currently, my, my vision right now is to have the number one podcast out there in Apple Podcasts possible. So right now, we're going to see if we can't push that right to the top. Uh, but I just started real estate school last week, so I'm trying to go on that path to see if I can you know, make some waves in the real estate market. Uh, and I see the, the future is bright for my children and for my wife. My, my kids, currently, they're, um, they're all into playing chess. My son is in a uh, chess tournament in New Jersey. I think he has a really good shot of taking it down. But I think the future is bright for my children. Uh, I see them wealthy, healthy, strong, uh, family-oriented people and uh, people that I'm going to want to hang around. So, I mean, I really look forward to what's coming in their future. And I look forward to the person I'm going to become going through the struggles that I'm about to go through here, really. I mean, they're going to be driving, dating, working. So uh, there's a lot of challenges and opportunities for growth coming my way and i am uh looking forward to it uh, with a lot of anticipation definitely love uh, your optimism and uh, your positive spirit well, Inca, uh, tell us about how people can connect with you they might have questions about any of the topics we covered today including fatherhood including family travel including business Business, including course, podcasting as well. Uh, how can they connect with you in terms of your website, social media, the podcast, and more? Sure. Uh, my website is www.firstclassfatherhood.com. You can find me on Facebook, Alec Lace, Twitter, at Alec Lace. And pretty much if you just Google First Class Fatherhood or Alec Lace, I pop up. So, you know, you'll find a way. It's available on five different platforms, Overcast, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Basically, anywhere you're going to listen to podcasts, you're going to hear it. So, um, fatherhood is awesome. So let's come and talk about it, guys. I mean, I, I think it's a great, uh, a great thing that's out here. I love the response I've been getting from dads, new dads, old dads, grandfathers, father-in-laws. There's so many aspects of fatherhood out there to discuss. So bring it on. Let's talk about it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, so once again, I'll have Alex's links below. Uh, so uh, for his social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and also for his podcast. Uh, so make sure you uh, follow Alec along. He's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, so I just want to say kudos for the work you're doing, inspiring and equipping dads to be the best fathers and to be first-class fathers. So great job, my friend. Thank you, Ricky. And I, I will catch up with you soon, Alec. For coming on First Class Fatherhood yourself. It was great to have a few moments with you. What you're doing is amazing. I, I'm looking forward now to following you on the Daddy Blogger and and sticking with you on your travels. What an exciting adventure. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Um, uh, once again, follow Alec along on his journeys and follow my, my, us, us as well. We're daddyblogger.com. And thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Happy travels and happy fatherhood.